All right, I'm here with my man, Phil the Thrill Stringer. You've listened to any podcast episodes, you've heard the story of Phil the Thrill, how I met him at a swim-up bar in Cabo. Pretty interesting story. I was literally sitting there with a couple friends, looked over to my left, saw this cool guy with a tattoo, and I was just like, hey man, what's your name? Gave me his name, gave him a nickname, I decided on the spot, I was going to try this new experiment. Phil the Thrill became a legend, and uh, yeah. What happened after that, Phil? Why don't you tell me what happened after I met you at the swim-up bar? We had a week in Cabo. We had we had some time that was some good time. We had this whole swim-up bar thing in the pool. And I will tell you what, uh, this guy right here, Jason, he became definitely mayor of Pool Town for the whole week. He created his own little community. Everyone had their own little nicknames. I don't think anyone ever gave you a nickname, though, which is very sad. That's very, very, very good observation. It's true. Nobody gave me a nickname, although, I mean, smart-ass would have come to mind. There's a lot of people <laughs> could name me, but... Well, there was a lot of things that people were saying behind your back, but we won't go <laughs> Um, So one of the things that was really interesting, too, is I didn't know this, but Phil is quite the accomplished singer. Maybe tell people a little bit about your background in singing and, and some of the things about uh, it. Yeah, so um, music was always kind of a thing for me when I was little. Um, you know, my sisters and I, we would sing together all the time. So I have three older sisters, I'm the youngest. And music was kind of a part of our upbringing for sure. Um, sang in church a lot. Uh, you know, I, I was a worship pastor for like 10 years before real estate, sang uh, all the time. It was just a, a part of my upbringing. And so... Yeah, um, I've had a, a lot of opportunities with that. I still love it. It's still a passion of mine. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I got into to the real estate uh, world and got hired on as chief operating officer of a mega team brokerage in North Carolina. Um, but I still absolutely love this thing. It's still a passion of mine. I think a, a few of my buddies and I are actually going to start kind of a side thing just for fun because it's been a couple of years since I've had fun with music. And I'm like, man, I got to get back to that because that's where that's where my heart is, you know? Well, I'll tell you, in Cabo, karaoke nights were quite eventful for Phil. <laughs> uh, he literally became the character Phil the Thrill. He'd get up there and just start rocking out boy band songs, you know? I think I, I heard you sing some NSYNC maybe. Oh, there was a lot. Yeah, I think there was some NSYNC, Backstreet Boys for sure, Maroon 5. I mean, we, we even had a, a private concert uh, one night in, uh, in a, a hotel just for a few people so you know we, sometimes you gotta do it <laughs> yeah you threw down a set i may have instigated this whole thing you did but i make no apologies phil the thrill became a legend <laughs> one of the things that's really neat about phil too and this is where you and i connected at the swim pool is you're really deep down the whole rabbit hole of ai you've taken the time to really understand it master it and you've created a course and have been educating agents how to use ai in an efficient manner to generate productive results. Tell people more about that because that's been very, very interesting. I mean, we had a roadshow a couple of weeks ago and you were one of our guest speakers and it was unbelievable the feedback that we got. So yeah, tell us more about that. Yeah, I think, you know, you've mentioned multiple times and, and on the podcast, I know you've said it too, um, go deep in one thing, right? Like go super, super deep and become a master in one thing and then it'll open up doors for other things. And so... AI is not my only skill set in this, you know, in this industry. Uh, but I saw a a need for AI specifically. It's such a new thing. It's such a hot topic. 
everyone wants to know about it and 99% of people don't know how to use it correctly. And so I was like, man, if I can just become a master at this, then I can help other agents, one, learn how to scale and grow their business, but two, and, and even more importantly, have their clients and their customers have a way better experience during a transaction, right? And so that's just been my thing, man. I decided to dive super deep. I decided to become a master and to train myself as much as I could um, on, hey, how do you use this for more than just what people generally think of? You know, we're all using it for Facebook statuses and email marketing and blogs and things like that. And that's wonderful. And it'll save you a whole heck of a lot of time. But are there ways that we can utilize it to do things that are really, really cool and will drive revenue? You know, what about uh, creating buyer personas and then asking, uh, hey, what are some of the issues that this buyer could potentially face buying this type of price point home in this specific market? Okay, then taking those issues and those problems and those pain points and creating ads around them to solve those pain points. So now what we're doing is we're creating targeted ads, solving problems for our targeted audience in our market. And those are the ways, you know, there's several different ways that you can use AI to grow your business, but those are the ways people aren't necessarily thinking about and they're not utilizing. And that's where I really have a passion for is like, Hey, how can we use this outside the box? You know, where we can actually gain an advantage around other agents who aren't doing the same thing. So a lot of people are scared of AI. I think people are just like intimidated by it. They are thinking, wow, is this going to replace my job? Is this going to replace what I do? What are your thoughts on how AI is going to impact real estate? Yeah, I mean, look, anytime you have an advancement in technology, it is going to uh, take some tasks away from maybe a, a previous position. So you think about like, you know, you think about uh, the telephone, like you used to have telephone operators, right? Well, advancements in technology made that task of being an operator um, obsolete. But anytime you have advancements in technology, while it may take some of those tasks away or make them obsolete, it's going to create different tasks that might just look different, right? Um, so it's not going to take all of our jobs. It's probably just going to shift some of the uh, focus and some of the time that we spend on certain tasks. So the thing that I love about AI is it's not going to replace real estate agents right now. Like it's it's not going to, but it will allow us to shift our focus from maybe lower value activities because those things now can be done by AI. They can be done in a matter of seconds, whereas it would have taken hours before to give us more time and more efficiency to focus on high value activities and revenue generating activities that's actually going to move the needle. So I look at this as a positive thing while a lot of people are looking at this, oh, doom and gloom, it's going to take our job. No, you have the opportunity to have an executive level, level promotion by utilizing AI. If you can use AI, you'll be able to focus on revenue generated things and you'll be able to move the needle way more than you would you know, yesterday before you used AI because you don't have to spend all the time on the low value activities. Right. That's such a good point. Here's the thing, guys, and this is my personal belief, and I really think that this is something you should pay attention to. 
if you are not becoming an absolute master, an Aikido ninja at one key specific thing in your business, in your life, you are going to be left in the dust. AI, in my opinion, is going to get a get people out of the whole jack of all trades, master of none mindset. And it's really going to reward those who are very deep in their one thing to be able to have a lot more efficiencies, find some cost-effective measures to solve solutions. But ultimately, I don't believe that a robot is going to be able to solve the human element of connection. In fact, we went through a science experiment with COVID. Some people had to deal with shutdowns and things like that. And sure, it was nice to have Zoom calls and, and to meet people that way. But nothing beats that face-to-face, belly-to-belly interaction. Nothing beats getting advice from a qualified specialist who knows their craft intimately. If I'm sick, I'm going to go speak to a doctor. I'm not going to go speak to a robot that can't anticipate my feelings. Right. I want to speak to somebody who specializes in dealing with people that have my sickness. Does that make sense? And I did yeah, articulate that super well, but I think you could probably piggyback on the importance of like really becoming a master of one thing versus being this generalist. For sure. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm a COO of a brokerage, so I'm pretty good with structure. I'm pretty good with time management. I'm pretty good with, you know, systems and processes and legion, those type of things. I'm, I'm good at a lot of things. If I tried to market myself as like, hey, you know, I'll coach you on anything you want to know. Like, that's great. But if if I can dive super, super deep on one thing, which for me, it's been AI, I'm like, look, I'm I'm your one stop shop for AI. Right. Well, guess what? That opens up conversations on, hey, you know what? Um, Your time management isn't that great. So let's work on that as well, because I can help you in those areas. And so I think it just goes to it goes to say for anything, whether you're wanting to get into coaching or whether you're wanting to just boost your uh, real estate, you know, uh, client list. Like if you're really, really good at one thing in your market, if you're the person that throws the best freaking open houses and you are the open house person, I mean, you're going to get people who then see, oh, well, actually they're really good at this as well. And you can really, really dive deep into one thing, but that one thing is going to open up doors for multiple other things. And so, you know, when we talk about AI, we talk about you know, people being scared of it and the threat uh, that it has or the perceived threat that it has. I would say, Jason, the only real threat that we have as real estate agents with AI, when it comes to real estate and AI, the only threat we have is if we don't implement AI to supplement our current task and workflow. Because the competitors, like there's already a bunch of agents in the marketplace that are going to start using, that have started to use this, even if it's on a basic level, creating Facebook posts, creating emails, whatnot, they're going to run circles around you if you don't implement this technology. And so the only threat that we have to our job is that if we don't utilize it, at some point, it's just a matter of time, uh, those other agents will put us out of business because they will be doing way better than we are. And so it's a, it's evolve or die. It's just like human nature. It's been around since you know the beginning of time. You have to evolve or you'll die. Yeah, great point. And this actually ties in super well in, in in our recent collaboration. So what's really cool, Phil being the AI guy, and I call him Spock, and I call myself Captain Kirk being more the EQ guy, teaching people the sales skills, psychology, systems, that kind of thing. The two of us have actually combined to work really collaboratively recently with some people, and it's been a lot of fun to see some of the breakthroughs that we've had doing that. 
But one of the things that I love about that is I get to stay in my lane of brilliance. You know, you want to learn how to sell houses at a high level, how to put leverage in your business. That's my specialty. You want to learn systems and structure and how to use technology in your business. Talk to a guy like Phil, who really can go deep on those subjects. But again, him and I don't overlap in any area of our businesses and, and the coaching we provide people. Again, I'm not sitting here. I'm, I want to learn how to use AI, but I'm not sitting here trying to replace you as a you know somebody that's super competent because the amount of time you've put in to learning AI, I don't have enough time to do that, right? And that would mean that I now am diluting my current skills and what I'm doing really well at. And so guys, what I suggest that you do is look around at the people you surround yourself with. Do you have a real mastermind? Do you have different experts for different facets of business life that are people that are experts like one key thing i've always said this like the people that are like close friends of mine they all have one key quality that i admire and then i strive to improve it myself and like that's how i basically look at the people in my life i don't look to them to be perfect at everything i just look for one key thing what is it that they do exceptionally well and with you i mean there's a lot of things that you do really well singing being one of them but one of the things that i realized is like your confidence when it came to ai and i did some research on you and i looked into it and it turns out it checked out like this guy is the real deal really understands it so here's the picture that i'm going to paint for people if you are not the most skilled agent in your marketplace if you're not finding all the competitive advantages that ai can bring you in your business you are going to be left behind okay Truth is, it's going to be more skills-based. Whoever can market themselves better, but also has the skills and those belly-to-belly -belly type skills, the conversation skills, the processes to be conscious, competent in how they conduct real estate, those are the people that will dominate into the future. The ones that don't have those skills are jack-of-all-trades, masters of none, still trying to do what they did last year and thinking that's going to be okay going into the future. Unfortunately, you're going to watch your market share evaporate quickly. But those of you that have invested in learning AI, in having the right systems and processes, becoming really good marketers and being very skilled at your craft, watch. You guys are going to thrive in the upcoming markets that we're going into and you will grow. It will come back to you and it'll happen very quickly. Mark my words, you guys can mark this date on this podcast. Give it two years from now and watch the people that have really adopted AI will have taken their business to a whole nother dimension. Make sure you're not somebody who thought, oh, that's just a fad because it's not going away. This is as big as the internet, in my opinion. Bill, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you are you hit it spot on, man. I mean, this is an opportunity for agents to separate themselves from all the other agents. And separation in our industry is so important because there's so many freaking real estate agents. How are you going to separate yourself? How are you going to offer a value proposition, right, to your clients. This is a way that you can massively separate yourself from other agents. It, it's amazing. It's awesome. Well, Phil, dude, I'm hopping on a plane. I'll be uh, meeting up with you probably later tomorrow or Wednesday at some point. Uh, looking forward to seeing you at the EXP shareholder conference there in Orlando. Yeah, man. I, if you're looking to really understand and take AI to another level, check out Phil Stringer. What's the best way for people to reach out and contact you, Phil? Yeah, best way is probably my website. It's just philstringer.com. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm probably most active on Instagram. It's uh, at philstringer. So pretty easy. 
Okay. Amazing, guys. Well, Phil, I'll give you the last word, my friend. Oh, man. I think the last word is by the end of this week, because I'm in Orlando right now. I'm here at shareholders. You're going to be coming. I think by the end of this week, we need to solidify a nickname for Jason. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. It's coming. Hey, appreciate you, brother. I had so much fun on our road show last week. Look forward to seeing you in a couple days. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, comment. We always appreciate the feedback. I just thought I'd make a little introduction to the man himself, Phil the Thrill Stringer. Appreciate you. All right, we'll see you.